Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I don't have my headphones on. I have no idea what is happening. You're good. Right you, now. you sound. You can't hear me, but you sound great right now. You're good. Yes. It's I good can morning. You're beautiful. Yes. I'm just trying to set stuff up in here. Kind of uh, falling behind a little bit uh, behind the eight ball this morning. But I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. It is June sixteenth, five thirty. And thank you guys for joining us. As always, we appreciate you checking in with us. You can check in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. Just follow us. We have show updates all day long. You can find out what's going on, not just on the show, but on the radio station, all sorts of things you can catch up on. And this morning, it looks like Mike is checking in. We have Michelle checking in, Dawn, Martin, Melodies. Uh, DJ is listening this morning. So is Darla. Also, you can check in by shooting us a text at 702-364-9400. Turtle and Booble, Rick, Diana, Sarah, Husker, Bob, Jan, Roy Tap, we have Rudy, we have Lance, we have Jim, Deborah, Scott J, Nelsey, Jessica, Marcus, Maria. We have Melissa and Francis, Jeremiah, all listening. So thank you for that. How are you doing this morning? Good, good. A, f- a few things to discuss that went down the past 10 minutes. First off, you nailed the hello without having your headphones on, which you, you need your headphones and radio. I couldn't tell you to have your headphones on. You were, um, you were I spot just on. was watching your physical cues. When I saw you look up at me, I knew it was my turn to talk. You were so good. It was golden. I was like, like, okay. <laughs> go back and listen. You didn't miss a beat. It was flawless. Secondly, I think I think today you nailed it because Mercedes and I pulled in at the same time, and I was m- maybe 10 seconds before her, and I got out of my car, and I'm walking up, and that's the same point where you're pulling in your parking spot and I open the door and you say, no, no, go ahead. And I say, no, 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 uh, let me wait. I want to hold the door for you. And it's an awkward transition where you want to hold the door for someone, but you nailed it because if you're the person at the other end, you feel rushed. Yeah, because I usually kind of, you know, take it slow, mm-hmm. grab my stuff, look at my phone, da, 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 da. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to hurry. And yeah, can we just make an agreement that if that happens again, I, I do not take offense to it. Please go inside. Really. It's just, I, I have my routine. And so then I was running in and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And so I know you're try- trying to be super sweet and I really do appreciate it. And I have been in your side too. I think I waited for you the other mm-hmm. morning. And yes. then I was like, I, I thought the same thing i'm like i bet he felt so rushed by me because he was just like running out of his car so let's just make an agreement right now 
that will wave, we'll acknowledge each other. Hi, how are you? Good morning. And then we'll just go. I'm all in. I'm all in. Oh, That's fantastic. Goodness. Yeah, because because last week you're kind of the same thing. It's a very nice gesture. And you're holding it for me, and it's just a split second. I'm the same way. You pull in your park, you grab your keys, maybe just exhale for one second before you get out of your car and grab your stuff. It is that rush feeling because you don't want that person waiting for you. So moving forward, just wave. And go. Like when you, when I pulled in, you you gave me a wave. I'm like, sweet, he's going in, nice. <laughs> and then you stood there. I was like, oh no, <laughs> come on. And then we all do that too. It's like, all right, do I get the kind gesture? Oh, now you got to rush. And no. Get, and, and what is it with you and I too? I'm I'm kind of on the lighter side today, but we walk into the radio station like we're traveling for five days. It looked like you had two bags going on. One your person, one your work bag. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I always end up, like, why do I bring so, so much stuff to the radio station? I got my lunch. I got energy drinks. I've got wipes. I got my bag. It's like, I never just, like, I'm strolling in here. There's always a bunch of stuff I bring in. Do, do, do I bring in a lot of stuff? I just bring in my laptop bag and then my purse. That's all I have, really. I don't have a ton of stuff. Does it, does it look like I'm going I just, on a trip? I just went noticed you had, like, you had two bags going on. Which yeah. one would be your purse and stuff? And so I just, I just noticed the two bags. But I like that. Moving forward. Acknowledge and go. Yes, let's let's make that, and everyone should make that. Like nobody wants, unless you're like literally two feet behind mm. the person, then hold it. But like when there's a distance, but I do appreciate the gesture. I don't want to act like I'm ungrateful because I I do appreciate that you did help me, um, prevent me from having to go through my purse to find my key card and all that. Um, so thank you for that. I just I don't want to seem ungrateful. Did you catch my wave when I passed you on the two fifteen? No. Because I, I, I saw your car from a distance. I'm like, oh, there's a Mercedes. And I came up and I passed you on the right-hand side. And I, I put my hand up and I waved. Wasn't sure if you saw the wave or not as I passed you. No, I didn't. I, I just assumed you were ahead of me the whole time. You, I, I didn't realize you actually passed me. Uh, <laughs> not surprised. Not surprised. I, the way I drive, I it, don't really drive that fast. No, I mean, you're fine. But it was right before that cop on uh, – the cop its own pulled over. Tropicana? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, was, it, okay. was, it was just about half a mile prior to that is when I made the oh, pass. You must have been going pretty fast because I think I was going like 71. I was 77 when I passed you. Okay, all right. Because I looked. I'm like, um, let me see what I'm doing when I passed you. I was 77. And then, like, I think everyone, when they see a, a police officer has someone pulled over, I think the natural instinct is to stop and slow down. The, the, the cop had someone pulled over, unless you're doing 90 or something. I don't think he's going to stop what he's doing, jump in his car and chase after you. So I, a lot of people slow down after that point. Yeah, but th I've seen a lot of times where they have like two or three friends that are up ahead. So you <laughs> Around be, the corner. You may want to be careful on that one. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's get things started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow? All I want to do. Miami by Will Smith. Or do you want to hear I Miss You by Blink-182? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Selma Hayek has a pet owl named Carrie. She's a rescue, and sometimes she greets Selma's guest in interesting ways. Like the time Harry Styles came over and desperately wanted Caring to land on his head because he had seen her on Selma Hayek's head. So finally, the owl lands on Harry Styles' head and proceeded to cough up a ball of rat hair on him. But that, that's how they thats how they do, right? That's what the owls do. Isn't that what you dissect in your science class? I remember you talking. I did not. I remember you saying that. You go through that stuff, right? Yeah, that's what my my daughter did that like within the last couple months of school. She said it was she found a lot of rat bones or mouse bones in it. It Ooh. was gross. Um, yeah, so that's what this rat did. I guess that's the greeting he does. He did it on Harry Styles' head. Uh, Salma Hayek says that, that Harry was okay. He was kind of cool. He didn't scream. He was super cool even with it happening. He's one of the best guys out there. And then I was reading, too, by the way, for the thing about getting a pet owl here in Nevada, you can't get one unless you have a permit. You need a permit to have one here in Nevada, because some states it's illegal. Good to know. And in the Harry Potter movies, did he have an owl as a pet? Or was there an owl in the movie? Yeah, that's, yeah. He definitely had an owl. Because yeah. there was an article about after Harry Potter came out in the books and stuff, there was a run on pet owls, apparently. Uh, that, um... His owl was. I have a mug that looks like his owl. It was. Uh, it it it's like what I drink coffee out of every Saturday and Sunday. Is that the go-to mug? Is it's, it's a Harry Potter owl mug? Yeah, that's that's my Hedwig little <laughs> mug. It's so cute. He's white. He's beautiful. It's shaped like an owl, is it not? Is the whole mug shaped like an owl? No, just the head just, of the okay. owl. Yeah. Well, check this out. Beauty and the Beast will get a live action prequel series on Disney Plus, and it will be a musical. Luke Evans and Josh Gad are returning as Gaston and LeFou, and it'll be about their adventure years, the stuff they did prior to the movie. That'll be fun. I like these. I watched Cruella last weekend. It is cool. Is it a good one? Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. I could not recommend it more. It so good. Remember this song? It came out almost 10 years ago. I'm only got $20 in my pocket. Yeah. I'm running. Thrift shop. Let's talk about a thrift shop find. This is kind of crazy. A painting purchased at a Canadian thrift shop is now listed at an auction after the artist was identified as David Bowie. So someone bought this painting for four bucks. Like, oh, this looks cool. And they did some research and they discovered it was it was a David Bowie painting. And this painting is now expected to get around $12,000 at auction. Wow, that's pretty impressive just because it was David Bowie's, huh? Yeah, Bowie's in this. It was sitting at a thrift shop. Dude got it for four bucks and he's going to make a nice little profit when that thing sells. And the last one here, uh, Tupac would have been... 50 years old today. Of course, he was shot and killed in Las Vegas back in 1996, September of 1996. But Tupac would have been 50 years old today. I'm going to give you three Tupac songs. I want you to rank them, okay? Okay. First one. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Changes. And then we'll give you Dear Mama. Don't you know love is sweet? Dear Mama. And then let's do this is the last one. I know you like Tupac. Rank the Tupac songs. I think I go uh, California Love, Dear Mama, and Changes. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I go with. I would do California Love, number one. I would go Changes, and then I would go Dear Mama. But Tupac would have been 50 years old today. We'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Right now, here is the number one song in the country, BTS, Butter, on Mix 94.1. Welcome to... 
to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1432. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, 6 o'clock, June 16th. And, oh man, yesterday was so hot. We we went on our walk uh, last night. We waited till the sunset, but... It was still, I was, I was so hot. My, at one point, my husband's like, you want to go another block? I'm like, no, nope. I want to go home. <laughs> it was, it was really, really warm yesterday. Expecting a high today of 113. So it's going to stay like this. But yeah, just par for the course this time of year, I guess. Death Valley is going to be 126. I couldn't even imagine being out there. Yeah, that I, I think after you pass one fifteen, it's it all feels the same. Yeah, right. Honestly, I don't I don't think there's much of a difference. I, I I went for I went to the gym last night. It was nice working out in the AC. But the night prior, so Monday night, I went for a run, probably about six forty five or so, and and I, I I felt like off all day yesterday. I think it was from like working out outside in that heat. That that drain you don't realize how much that drains when you're outside doing physical activity outside. That just drains you, I think, for at least twenty four hours. Yeah, I remember as a kid, the best like sleep I would get was after a long day of swimming. It, like if you would go out with your family to the pool or to the lake or whatever, uh, that all the sun and just the excitement of it all, I'd go home and then I would sleep the best I've ever slept. And I think a lot of it had to do with the sun. Yes, yeah, so that was an exhaustion type thing. I told you, as a kid, yeah, you come back home, you're you're just done. What a great day it was being outside in the pool or wherever. And then just, I think your parents probably enjoyed that too. Like, oh, they are out for the night. Thank the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. So how was your day yesterday? It was good. Um, got home last night, did a, did a workout last night. My wife, because uh, she rides the horses, and in this heat, you got to get out there super early. So she's getting up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning. So she's trying to go to bed around 8, 8.30 at the latest. So she started creating a, a Zen Den in her house. So around 6.45, 7 o'clock, she shuts all the, all the blinds inside the house, turns all the lights off, lights a couple candles, just makes it very calm and relaxing inside so she can get in that mental mindset of, you know, it's, it's still light out at 7 o'clock, but just kind of get in that mindset of going to bed early. And it, it's very nice and very relaxing. So last night she set up her Zen Den and, and is all quiet, and she put on a show. It was that, that hack show. We watched an episode of that last night. And then she goes up to bed at 8 o'clock, and I'm like, I still got stuff to do. So she goes upstairs at 8, and I unzen the house. I open up some of the uh, some of the blinds, turn the lights on, TV back on, and unzen the place to get my work done last night. Yeah, you can't do it in those conditions. It's very sleepy. I sit down on the couch with her, and I've got my laptop, and I'm doing work. But it's, it, it is so relaxing with the candles and everything. My mind starts to go into... Let's go to bed. I wanted to get more stuff done. And so when she went upstairs, I just turned the lights on and got my stuff done. Oh, well, that's good. So hopefully you got some rest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How was your night? It was good. It was good. We last night we we uh, cooked dinner. We watched the Islanders uh, Tampa Bay hockey game last night. So now their series is tied one to one. Um, What else did we do? I was really tired by the time everything was said and done. We tried to watch Handmaid's Tale. and We got through about. 15 minutes of it and at one point my husband goes what did she just say and i had fallen asleep i go i don't know i'm, I'm asleep and he's like oh i'll just turn it off i'm like okay and then then in the middle like as soon as i closed my eyes i was very curious i'm like what did who say what did someone say something he's like i don't know that's what i was asking you i couldn't hear him i was like well let's find out so we turned it back on because i was really curious now i'm like what did was this person say on the show and so we rewound it and the person said something very like scandalous i was Ooh. like whoa okay i'm like i'm glad i found that out and so then after 
I'm laying there. I'm like, well, now I'm awake. Now I kind of want to watch the rest of it. But at that point, I was like, I need to get some rest. It was probably like 1030 at that point. It's funny how we do that, where you're watching TV and you fall asleep. Obviously, your body's telling you you're tired. You want to go to sleep. But then when you wake up, because I do that too. I wake up, I'm reading a book or something. I fall asleep reading it. I'll wake up and like, oh, let me get back to the book. I'm like, no, like you... Once you get back to sleep, instead of waking yourself up to finish that show or go back to reading that book, it's funny how our body works yeah, that way. Yeah, I was just like, wait a second, you're up. No, you're not up. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's going on? All right, we have a lot coming up on the show this morning. There's tickets for you to go see Alanis Morissette in the 9 o'clock hour, right around 9.35 on those. That Amazon Echo Show 8, that's yours at 8.25. In about 15 minutes, a four-pack of tickets for the Las Vegas Lights Football Club. Home game, Saturday night, Cashman Field. We've got your tickets coming up uh, when you win heads up this hour. Also this hour, Two Truths and a Lie is going down at 6.30. You all set for this one? I, I am all set. Are you all set? Um, You know, I, I, I got a truth. I got to think of a lie. Okay. You, you've got time to come up with something. I got 30 minutes. Yeah. We'll be ready to go by then. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? Britney Spears will be making her first court appearance. Kanye makes it Instagram official. And how you can get a free Coke. That's coming up next in what's trending. Maroon 5, they just released a new album last week. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And coming up after What's Trending, we got a four-pack of tickets for you to check out the Las Vegas Lights Football Club this Saturday night. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is trending this morning, so it looks like we're going to hear from her a little sooner than later. She's been going through this whole big uh, conservatorship thing and it sounds like she's about to have her day in court and address a judge regarding her long-standing battle for the first time. She's going to appear virtually before Judge Brenda Penny on Wednesday, June 23rd. This is according to the Los Angeles County Superior Court. Now, the public and members of the media will be able to attend the status hearing in person or online. She's expected to ask the court to remove her father, Jamie Spears, as co-conservator of her estate. The singer's reportedly not happy with how her father has been managing her financial and business affairs. No recording is going to be allowed during the hearing, and this hearing is going to mark the first time that she will publicly speak out in court regarding her conservatorship. Well, that's going to be interesting, the fact that media can be there as well to report on the whole thing. Yeah, I wish, I, I mean, it's private, so I, part of me is like, I, I don't wish this, but it would be cool if we could hear it see yeah it. to see what she has to say and everything yeah. when someone try to sneak someone in something in there and get some kind of footage or something and it's interesting too she's not against the conter- uh, conservatorship she just wants to remove her father from it she has someone that she wants to take care yeah. of it and so it, we'll see if this helps any i'm sure hearing from her herself is definitely gonna make a case on her behalf but we'll see how that goes also trending this morning is kanye west it is the end of an era he unfollowed kim and her sisters as the final Keeping Up with the Kardashians was airing over the weekend. He is still following Kim on Instagram, though, or he was the last time I checked. Fans noticed immediately when he hit the unfollow and began commenting about it. Seems that they were waiting for it since Kim used the episode to talk about how their marriage broke down and how Kanye moving from state to state was not how she wanted to live, but the end of an era. That's It's kind of official when you unfollow your ex on any kind of social media platform. That's sending a big message that you're you're done with them physically and also you're done following them socially. Yeah. It's official breakup. I, I think that with the Instagram thing, he probably kept her on there just because she'll 
post pictures of their kids, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, and he wanted to see that. But the the rest of the stuff, it's done. Also, this morning, Manifest is trending. If you were a fan of the show, I have some bad news. It's being canceled after three seasons. Ironically, though, it debuted on Netflix, and it's the number one show on Netflix right now. Like It just it makes zero sense. There's talk that the show may end up on another network next season. Anyone watching it? I've heard excellent things about it, but I've, I've never watched it before. I think we, I want to say we watched the first episode. It's about a plane crash or something that uh, the survivors of a plane crash. Yeah. Yes. We watched the first episode, first couple episodes. Then we just kind of tapped out of the thing. Well, uh, apparently people are very upset about this one. They're like, how could you, that's the worst when you really like a show and then they just decide not to renew it. So you never get closure on it. You never have, it's, it's totally different than when the show runs its course Mm -hmm. and then they have the series finale. And then that's, they put a pretty little bow on it. Even if you don't like the finale, there was a show that was on Fox and it was about a female major league pitcher. Do you remember that show? Uh, it may have been called pitch. I think it might. I think it was called Pitch. Uh-huh. And like uh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, Mark Paul, Paul Gossler, he was in it. And I loved that show. It was so good. It was on for one season. And then they were like, ah, we're not renewing it. And the way it ended was on such a like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, my gosh. I can't wait till next season. And then it was just gone. It was just gone. I'm so sad about that show. Still, I carry that in my heart. At least release it somewhere. Come back and do it with the one episode to put the bow on it. Give give us one more episode. YouTube somewhere. Put it out there because yeah, they, they leave you on that cliffhanger and you don't get the answers you want. It was just awful. We're getting some text here. This news is heartbreaking. I love Manifest. It is so so good. Um, I yeah, I never got into that. Now I I guess I won't get into it unless we find out that they're going to put it somewhere else. So that is trending. And then Coca Cola is trending. They have decided to give everyone in America. A free Coke this week in an effort to show support to local restaurants that have been affected by the pandemic. So the promotion is called A Coke on Us, and it's as easy as ordering a beverage at a restaurant, and then the company will pick up the tab. All you got to do is go to us.coca-cola.com slash summer, and that website is on our, um, or that, that website's on our website if you want to get that if you weren't able to write it down you go there you enter your info and you'll get an email about redeeming the offer and it's good from thursday through monday of this week starts tomorrow and then they'll give you a two dollar and fifty cent mastercard mobile wallet credit for your coke the, the coke's on them so a nice way to help support local restaurants and businesses here in the valley and that is what's trending it is time to play heads up so we're looking for caller 20 right now 702-364-9400 you're caller 20 you're playing heads up and it's a fun prize we have a four pack of tickets to check out the las vegas lights football club they're playing on saturday and we want to send you all you got to do is be caller 20 right now you pick your category you pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win these tickets. Easy as that. Caller 20, you're playing right now. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning, James. You're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yeah. All right. Pick a category. Do you want to go with needle and thread, strawberries, or ouch, you shocked me? 
Let's do strawberries. Strawberries. It is National Strawberry Shortcake Day was on Monday. So these are all foods or drinks that can have strawberries in them. Okay? Okay. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Time, JC. Yes. All right. Here we go, James. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you get that four-pack of tickets for the Las Vegas Lights Football Club, their game on Saturday night. It's all about strawberries, and we start now. Uh, This you put on. um, It's a breakfast um, dish. Light. A waffle? No. Keep going. Light, fluffy. Pancake? Yes, yes. You drink this. It's creamy. A shake? Uh, Judges? Milkshake, yeah. Thank you, judges. Um, this you put on top of, you would put this stuff on top of strawberries, on top of a sundae. Whipped cream? Yes. Uh, okay, so oh. you have peanut butter and jelly. You might have a strawberry type of what? Sandwich? Not, oh, not, not the other word for jelly, not jelly you have. Jam? Yes. This green thing oh. you would eat before dinner, you put dressing on top of it. Oh, salad. Yes. This, um, you would. It's a, it's a healthy drink. It's mixed together with a blendy. Uh, with a blendy, with a blender. Uh, there's a place in town called Tropical Blank Cafe. Oh, Tropical Smoothie? Yes! yes! You got Smoothie. it! Congratulations, guys! Nice job! I love our roundabout way that we got that done, James. That's all you, buddy. Well done. Wow, thanks, man. And you just got awesome. a four-pack of tickets. Las Vegas Lights Football Club, Saturday night against Orange County. You're all set with tickets. We've got these tickets actually all week long. And then coming up in the 8 o'clock hour when you win heads up, you'll get the Amazon Echo Show 8. And up next, Two Truths and a Lie. Yeah, this is a game we play every Wednesday at this time. We will all tell a little story, and you have to figure out who is being a liar. It's not as easy as it sounds. Sometimes, actually, it's very easy. But you, uh, if you want to jump onto Facebook, we'll be streaming live. So sometimes you can get those facial cues that might give things away. And that's coming up in just a couple of minutes. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard well, of yeah it. because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday, two truths and one lie. Two of us are going to be telling you the truth. Something that has happened in our past, that is happening currently, it's absolutely true. You have no worries there. But one of us is throwing in a lie, and you have to figure out who it is. Actually, we have to figure out who it is, too, unless we know that we're the liar. But we have all been given a piece of paper that tells us whether we are a truth teller or a liar today. And see if you can guess. We are streaming live on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, if you want to check it out. Everyone, look at your paper. See what you're doing here. All right, all right. All right. Got it. Now, who wants to go first? Two truths and a lie. I'll go first. Okay. All right. So, uh, as you guys may know or may not know, I used to be a dancer. I danced since I was three. And I was in a little studio from uh, the ages three to about 12 called Nisha's Dance Academy down in Chula Vista in in California. And in that studio, I remember I was 10 years old and I was a part of the competition team. And they sent out like a little notice or like a a little like, hey, there's going to be auditions in, in L.A. for a new Disney show and we're like a new Disney show like what could it be but 
I found out, unfortunately, that the minimum age was 12 years old and I was 10. So I was bummed out. I remember going to my dad that day saying, can we just go just to, just to see if I can get in and just to see if I can get an audition? He goes, I'm not going to drive two hours away. Wait how many hours? Sometimes these auditions like take eight hours. Um, and I was just like, all right, fine. I, I was bummed out. I let it go. Some of my dancer friends went. Ended up being the episode of Lizzie McGuire where Aaron Carter with that episode where, yeah, with the, they're trying to sneak into the Aaron Carter uh, show. Um, I think it was season one, too. So we had no idea what show it would end up being. It was just like a new Disney show. Oh. So when I found that out, I was like, I could have auditioned, not even just to be in it, just to be around that atmosphere see of Aaron that Carter. show. And see Aaron Carter. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been awesome? Oh. But too young. So unfortunately, wasn't able to go to L.A. and audition for that. What was the cutoff age? It was, it was what? It was 12. And how old were you? I was 10. Oh. I know. I was bummed I, I out. I would have faked it. Yeah. I would have said, I'm 12. No. <laughs> what you, did they ask for a birth certificate? I don't know if they asked for a birth certificate. Mm. I would have that... rolled the dice. Because you were in San Diego, right? Yeah, so it's not so... that bad of a drive to get up there. A little bit of a drive. No, like two and a half hours. I mean, I think it was like in West Hollywood. Yeah, two and a half hours. Dang. Well, see, I'm already assuming this is true. Like, my heart's breaking for her. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. Oh, my gosh. Um, I really... that sounds like a legit story, in my opinion. Did, I don't know. Were you? Did you want to be like a, like an actress when you were a kid? I want. Okay, I remember when everyone, anyone asked me, "What did you want to be when you grew up?" I said I wanted to be a singer, a dancer, or a doctor. Didn't become any of those, but dancer, sort of. <laughs> you should have been a singing, dancing doctor. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, awesome, <laughs> working around the clock. <laughs> all right, uh, JC, two truths and a lie. You go next. All right, all right, all right. So um, I'll go back to my childhood as well, and when I was. I was a teen. I was a kid. I was a teen. I went to Villanova football camp. And Villanova University is just outside of Philadelphia. It was a sleepover camp. It was, we were there for a week. And I went I went for two years. And they would always send, like, speakers and stuff to talk to the, the, the people attending the camp. And one year, they sent... Philadelphia Eagles tight end John Spagnola to camp to talk to us about weightlifting and talk to us about just football in general and playing for the Eagles. And I was a wide receiver, so I got to spend a lot of time with John Spagnola. And he was doing a clinic on how to catch the football, and he randomly picked me to be the one to throw in the football. He wanted to talk to us about catching techniques, and he's like, you, come here. And so I got up, and I was the guy that was throwing the football to John Spagnola. So I can technically say I played catch with former Philadelphia Eagles tight end John Spagnola. Very cool. Very cool. I can see that happening. I I know he went to the football camp, but I've never heard the John Spagnola story. Spags. It seems like that's something you would have thrown around about how you averaged 50 yards a catch. And that's because you only caught two passes and one was 100 yards and the other was zero. So it's 35 yards or something like that. (laughs) and, And so you I've heard that story like 50 times, but not once have I heard. A story about John Spagnola. That seems like something you might throw out there. I just, it was, you know, you start to, with this game, I find myself racking my brain of stuff that I've never told before, like stories that I've told. I've talked about Villanova football camp before. Uh, I used to wear a shirt from Villanova football camp all the time back in the day. And so I, I, I racking my brain, I, yeah, I don't think I ever told that story, but John Spagnola was there and 
I toss the ball around with spags. Well, well you know what? I, I agree with that. There's, I'm, I'm finding that I have to dig deeper into the past, too. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. What I do, do you think, Steph? I see that happening, but I didn't even take into account, well, you've known JC longer, Mercedes. So maybe he did slip that partial lie that spags maybe was there. <laughs> or maybe he forgot. Quote. I don't know. I don't there know. Spagnola came out as a guest speaker at Villanova Football Camp. All right. Well, I'll go finally. Um, I am actually currently an art dealer. And uh, this is not something that I asked for, but it's something I have become. Uh, we have a bunch of art that we have collected uh, from my my father-in-law who passed away a few years ago. And there is an artist that he was absolutely infatuated with. And her name is Bev Doolittle. And so we have... I'd say 50 to 60 pieces of her artwork and I want it out of my house. So I told my husband, I'm like, we got to decide what to do with this Bev Doolittle stuff. And not that I want it out. Like, it's just, it. I, I want to find a spot for it and he can't find anywhere. So literally it's in our guest room right now, just all these pieces of artwork. And so he's like, I'm just going to sell it. It's not my style. Um, and so now I'm online trying to sell Bev Doodle do little artwork to to the masses and unfortunately the the market's not good for girl bed <laughs> right now bed do little is the name yes i'm looking her up i'm looking her stuff up it's gorgeous do you know uh some of the artwork names that you have well i mean i was looking at all the same pictures that you're probably looking at and they're all the same like there's one where it's like the circle of life and it's got all these animals intertwined with each other and a lot of it honestly jc a lot of it reminds me of like artwork you and your wife would be into i know you kind of have like like that naturey rustic horses horses and joshua trees that's like the vibe really she is and i was like i wonder if jc would want like there's there's pictures where it's like um native americans on horses and they're they're traveling through the snowy tundra and then all of a sudden you see the reflection in the lake and then it shows like they're actually animals, like one's a wolf. Look and at Mercedes like, selling yeah, her yeah, art right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, this is the, we're having art deals right now. I'm I'm interested in this Bev Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle is that her name? Well, unfortunately, my poor father-in-law he uh, he got all this stuff framed, and it, the framing probably costs more than what the artwork is worth now. But I am an official, well, not an official, but I am currently an art dealer for Bev, an amateur Doolittle. art dealer. Yes, exactly. That's cool. Are we exactly. allowed to Google stuff during this game? That's what I. I did. I, I I've done it before. You really? Yeah, you're. I say go ahead. All right, fair enough. Fair for, enough. For, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Guys. All right, that's good. That's good. I like this. Uh, eye opening. Who is telling the lie? That is what we're trying to determine. 702-364-9400. Jeff says so far, I believe Steph and JC. That by process of elimination would make me the liar. Uh, <laughs> Kamiko says I think Mercedes is lying okay um on the text line it says jc is lying he would have flexed hard about that one uh jan says jc second in a row then this one says jeremiah jc you are telling the lie liz says mercedes is lying and Corey says steph is the liar all right time for the reveal truth teller number one where are you 
It's me. <laughs> the eye dealer. It is me. I am. I'm trying to sell the stuff. We were going to send. I was going to take it to like one of the pawn stores here in town. And I have a friend that owns a pawn, pawn store. I'm like, hey, got any. Is there a market for Bev Doolittle? He's like, no. <laughs> Sorry. Is, so, so, is Bev Doolittle a big deal? Or is, you think the more money is in the actual frame that he put on these, these pictures? Uh, no, it's just. Um, Right now, there's just a lot of it around. So, you know, when the supply is high, the demand is or the the prices go down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can sell these things for like a hundred bucks, but my poor father-in-law spent way more than Did that. He? And so my, I just told my husband, let's just find a place to store it so you can hang on to it. You don't need to sell it. So yeah, I'm an art dealer right now. Well, I like to, I'm going to grab this. They actually sell yeah, some really cool it's pictures. Really cool stuff. Um, truth teller number two. Me and Spags had a ketchup Villanova football camp. <laughs> I'm shocked. I really did not believe you. I'm like, why wouldn't you have told us that story before? I, did, I remember talking about him a long time ago because one of the things was an odd thing with John Spagnola. He also taught us how to properly lift weights and how to properly bench. And I'll never forget this, too, because there was a bench set up outside on the field. He's like, kids, gather around the bench. I'm going to show you how to bench properly. And I sat at the foot of the bench. I'm like, all right, Spags. And Spags, Spagnuolo in the 80s, loose shorts. Were you down. sitting like this, yeah, too? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I can see up Spags' shorts. All right, this is an interesting football camp Did for you me. really call him Spags? Like, that's kind of disrespectful as a child to act like you're all buddy-buddy with That was him. his nickname. I probably called him Mr. <laughs> Spagnola as joking. a kid. But that was his uh, nickname in the NFL was Spags. John Spagnola. And that means, Steph, you're the liar. <laughs> I love it. I was all sad for you. I'm like, oh. I love it. I was like, I feel like I should go first so and like volunteer myself so I feel like I'm not as like the liar, you know? I think that might be a new technique if anyone else is a liar for the next few weeks. You are a good liar. <laughs> We're even getting posts, people saying, man, she is excellent at lying. I don't know. I thought of, oh, it's so hard to think of a lie. Was it, it complete, really Was everything just completely fabricated? Everything the whole was thing? so fabricated. <laughs> it was so hard. I was like, what's my favorite episode as a kid that had a dancer in it? Uh, Perfect. The Aaron Carter episode. It was season one, episode seven of Lizzie McGuire. I am impressed. Your lying skills. High five. That's good. good. Oh, That's I'm really sweating. Good. It's hard. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. Well, doing this can increase your risk of glaucoma, and it's something that every one of us do on this show. I'll tell you what it is. Also, this morning, what is more valuable? Is it time or is it money? And we have rules for that arm pl- uh, airplane armrest allocation a lot of us are going to be traveling and etiquette experts are speaking out we'll tell you who gets what when it comes to the armrest coming up next in the hot three call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Stay with Ray. You broke me first on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right. As much as we love starting our day with a copper, four of coffee, it does have some downsides. They say coffee can give some acid reflux and heartburn. It leaves some of us feeling jittery. But now research is giving us another reason to reconsider an extra cup. According to a new study, drinking too much coffee every day can significantly increase your chance of getting glaucoma, especially if you're already at risk for it. Now, the study finds that people who have a genetic predisposition for higher eye pressure, which is the main risk factor for glaucoma, and drink about three cups of coffee a day are much more likely to develop it, and the chance is a lot higher. We're talking nearly four times as great as those who drink little to no caffeine and are in the lowest genetic risk group but uh they say that the the doctors assure us that the only ones who drink excessive amounts of coffee and are predisposed to higher eye pressure have that risk so overall coffee consumption is safe but if you want to play it safe with the eye condition things uh, thing um they recommend sticking to between two and three eight ounce cups of coffee every day oh there's that other factor that comes into play but you remove that and be like as you're doing that story it's like glaucoma here i come yeah i know and and that's why it's good to get into the eye doctor to see what your risk is (laughs) uh on getting that because if you don't have that risk then you you should be fine yeah have at it uh also this morning when it comes to money or time Having more free time will make you feel happier than having more money. Do you guys agree with this? After you have enough money to cover the basic necessities of life, then an increase in salary provides little to no additional happiness. This is according to a new study, they say, but having much more time to do a hobby or be with loved ones makes people much, much happier. Can you have both? Like you have money to do the hobbies you want to do, or they're just saying you got to to pick the one. Either you focus on money, trying to make a lot of money, or you focus on getting free time. Or can you can you have that both that happy medium in between? You can have whatever you want. You can have you, you. yeah, take both. All right. <laughs> it's it's not really like a survey. It's it's a study. They're saying it's true. Like this is you know time provides you the higher levels of satisfaction mm-hmm. than than the money. Once you pay your bills, you're it's like the extra money doesn't really do anything for you. And it's nice to have that time to pursue hobbies or spend time with family. Just enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I, I would take more time over more money. Sometimes I feel like there's just not enough time to get everything done that I want. Um, uh, don't get me wrong. I would love the money too, but if I had to pick one, I think I would pick more time on that. Yeah. So we, we always come in a lot, a lot of times on a Monday saying, yeah, man, that weekend just flew by. Those two, two days we had off just, just flew by. Imagine having an extra day or some more time to just relax and do what you want to do. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, finally this morning, now that people are starting to travel more in flight incidents of flights, arguments, crazy scenes, and just general unruly behavior are at a surprisingly high level and etiquette experts say here's one way to try and curb some of that animosity we're talking about the armrest and a lot of people get into fights over armrests etiquette experts say there are rules for armrest allocation see if you agree okay let's say where do you like to sit aisle center or window i love if i have my choice i'm the aisle but when i travel with my wife she likes the aisle so i I do the middle seat then okay so let's start with the aisle they say this seat gets the outside armrest only 
only. The aisle seat enjoys free access to leave the row, to use the bathroom, considerable stretching room on the aisle side, and the most open feel of the row. So the responsibilities of the aisle seat to get up to allow your roommates access to the to the bathrooms or the rest of the aircraft, that's pretty much the only thing you have to do. So you only get the aisle armrest. If you are in the center, they say you get both armrests. The center seat has none of the benefits of the aisle or the window and is such it, it is such compensated with the use of both armrests that border the seat. It is generally agreed to be the worst seat in the row and as such deserves the extra armrest. Window. They say this seat gets the wall side armrest. The window seat, of course, has the window, which you can look out of and, and see what's going on below. That's why they say it's the most popular seat for children. But the wall also offers valuable lean against to sleep options mm-hmm. and some privacy. So if you push your face into the wall as you have a phone call or, you know, you're doing, you know, talking to yourself, whatever, you have that option, too. So you only get the left side or well depending on what side of the plane are but the one that's closest to the window if you're sitting in the window seat your daytime flight what's the rule on closing the blind there do you automatically close it in case the person's on on their laptop or on their ipad and they're getting a glare or it's it's your call you can have it open if you want to look out the window or close it if it's too bright what's the rule on that i i typically close it but i've noticed the last couple of flights i've been on they ask me to close it. They ask everyone, hey, it, as we take off, if you could please pull da- pull down your, your shade. Um, so, like, I think they, they're cool with it during takeoff and landing, but they want it closed otherwise. Yeah, that's right. When I, if I'm in the window, I have it open when we take off and land because I want to see what's going on. But once we get up, I close it. It's a little bit darker if you're watching something or using your computer or something. I do open it and look out periodically, but I don't keep it open for a long time. Mm-hmm. I saw another video where... Um, uh, two people started fighting because of that. The person sitting at the window, they wanted it open, and the person sitting next to them did not ask them to close it. And it was just, no, no, he was behind them. He was behind them. And they opened it, and he closed it. And you know that there's that one window that is, like, right in between the two seats. So it's like, is this my window or is this your window? So one opened it, then they closed it. And it was just turned <laughs> oh. into a big old fight. People are on edge right now on airplane yeah everyone needs to take a deep breath if you're flying coming up next hour or this hour seven o'clock hour 720 your chance to win one thousand dollars we got mix 94.1's cash code mix 94.1 it is 703 mercedes in the morning and tonight game two vegas golden knights take on the montreal canadians very exciting they're up a game and hopefully things go well tonight it's gonna be it's going to be just crazy in the fortress. I just love how passionate our fans are. One thing I do want to address is the beach ball. Did you hear the whole issue about the beach ball? Well, I saw I saw a video of the beach ball. Yeah, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what is going on with it, but I did see a video of the beach ball at the game. So people are talking. I belong to like a bunch of uh, VGK message uh, boards and, and groups and stuff like that. And people are talking about just how that really irked the Canadians fans. And it irked a lot of VGK fans. It's just like that's not the place because if that ball goes onto the ice, the Golden Knights will get assessed a penalty. They will get the penalty. It doesn't matter who it comes from. So I'm reading this and I agree. Like there's just no need to bring beach balls into the, into the arena, 
But now the talk is that some of the Canadians fans are thinking about bringing beach balls in and making us get a penalty. Well, just think that's what I was thinking when he said that. Regardless of who it is, whoever has home ice is going to get the penalty because it's their fans or yeah. it's the hometown fans. It's, it's the home arena, so they'll get the penalty. So please don't do that. Please. just That's just not not something we should be bringing beach balls in. I mean, I was, I, I, I'm was i hesitant on the wave when that starts, but I'm like, okay, fine. Eh. But the beach ball, no. It's a hockey game. We're, there's no beach nearby. Well, then tonight, too, if there are beach balls there, and that's the case, that it could be uh, Montreal fans that are bringing these in. If you see a beach ball, grab it, put it down, and deflate it. Yeah, just to tell, no beach balls. take care of that. You know, have you, have you ever run into any of the hockey guys here in town? My husband had a run-in with one of them yesterday. And he was so excited. It he was it was like he was ten years old. It was so cute. I was at home. It was after the radio show, and I was getting ready for the for the TV show Las Vegas Now that we host on Channel Eight. And I was getting dressed, and I hear him come up the stairs like he's running, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And he comes in. He's like. Did you see my Facebook post? And I was like, no, I haven't been on Facebook. What's going on? He goes, oh, good. I get to tell you. And I was like, what happened? He goes, well, I went to City National Arena because I wanted to get a couple of T-shirts. And as I'm leaving, I'm sitting there in my car and I'm listening to this music. And this Jeep pulls up next to me. And it's a doorless Jeep. There's, there's no doors on it. And I turn and I look and I'm like, why do I know that guy? And he looks at me, and I realize it's Mark Andre Fleury. Oh wow! Yeah, and I was That's like, awesome. "No way!" I go, "What did you do?" He goes, "I did what any fan would do. I rolled my window down, I honked, and I said, go Knights, go!'" <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I go, "What did he do?" He goes, "He turned and he smiled and he waved to me." And he goes, "I was so excited. It was just the cutest thing." He was. So excited! I was excited for him. Like I, I mean, these guys are seriously so nice, and just to see them out in public, and they're really cool to their fans. Who's had a run-in with one of the the members of the the hockey team? And what? Where was it? Like that's my favorite part mm-hmm. is to hear where the run-ins are at the grocery store, uh, at a stoplight, at, at City National Arena, just stuff like that. What was your run-in? Who was it with? And what happened? Seven zero two three six four. 9400 it was it was so cute oh, that is that's really cool that's a cool thing that's awesome it's cool that he's driving a jeep too without the doors on it that yeah. makes it even a cooler dude right now <laughs> i've had two run-ins with that are tied into our vegas golden knights one is a former player i was at starbucks on saturday i'm inside getting my order picking up a couple drinks and i'm going to leave and i see him come walking in Derek england this was the starbucks at jones in 215 and he comes walking right in as soon as he steps in the door it was cool he had some vgk gear on and as soon as he stepped in the door, two ladies started talking to him, immediately started talking to him stuff. And he, he started talking back to them. Uh, so Derek England at Starbucks on Saturday. And then a couple days prior, an extension of our Vegas Golden Knights. But I was getting some pants tailored. And it, the, she had the door open at the, at the dry cleaner. And she's measuring me and stuff. And I look up and Gary Lawless came walking in to pick up his dry cleaning. That's so funny. Did you talk to him? No. Just like, I'm like, oh, there's Gary. I didn't say anything to him. I, he doesn't know me. I don't know him. And so, but it was just neat to see him come in and get his dry cleaning. And I go back a couple months ago. I saw Dave Gosher at that same dry cleaner. They must all go to the same place. We all go to the same place because uh, my husband has seen Dave at our dry cleaner before. That's uh, hilarious. I, uh, 
I, I ran into, I, he doesn't play for our team anymore, but remember Cody Eakin? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him at downtown Summerlin. We were just leaving a restaurant there and walking back to our car, and he's got the red hair, and so I just noticed him. And this was after the whole San Jose thing, and I saw him, and I look, and he kind of made eye contact with me. He looked at me, and I go, not a major and he looks at me and he's, he nods and he smiles and he, it was just it was really funny because he's like yeah i i got you it was just it was really funny uh let's talk to christine christine when did you run into a player here in town uh about two weeks ago at smith you were at smith's and what happened it was mark andre flurry he was doing shopping after the game after the game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, on Saturday. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I like I like to see what people are buying. If I run into people I know, I totally look at what they bought. Did you see what he was buying? I actually didn't. I was kind of starstruck to be honest with you oh man he's just the nicest guy though and it just shows yeah how how nice and cool he is because just like all of us we finish our job and on the way home what do we got to do stop at the grocery store and get groceries same applies for our golden knights that's so cool i just picture him like going up to the checker and and he's like oh i have a coupon for that (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah of course Uh, yeah it's just it's so adorable this one says i one ran into revo at a chevron gas station before i just waved to him and he said what's up bro very cool this one says i see riley smith and his girlfriend all the time they like to go out to eat here in town and then this one says i see flurry all the time anywhere around city national arena he's always hanging out over there yeah i mean with the practices and mm-hmm. stuff like that he my my daughter saw him at the movie theater once and went up to him and was like i you're my favorite player and he's like, well, thank you. It was so cute. All right, coming up here um, in just about 10 minutes, your chance to win $1,000. Mix 94.1's cash code is coming your way. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. All right, there are people on social media that are coming down hard on Billie Eilish's boyfriend, Matthew Tyler Vorse, for allegedly posting racist and homophobic tweets several years ago. We're talking between 2011 and 2017. Well, now some others are taking aim at Billy herself. According to the Daily Dot, someone posted a compilation of clips that allegedly show Billy mocking Asian people and using uh, just derogatory terms towards them. Oh, boy. And some fans, well, some fans came to Billy's defense, noting that she was only 14 years old at the time the clips were made. But then the poster argued, I'm a child, too, and I know what racism is. Racism um, don't have an expiration date. Hmm. There's there's video. You can see the video of it. it's out there and watch it. It's it's, it's a compilation of stuff. So. Yeah, that's uh that goes back to that story we talked about yesterday where uh, a lot of people believe that social media platforms should have a feature where once someone turns in turns into an adult, once they turn 18, that their entire social media history should be deleted. Yeah, just, poof, gone. just gone. Um but I I do agree that you have to be held responsible for <laughs> things you said so josh that's tough um yeah so it's, it's out there if you're gonna watch the video daily dot is the one who kind of broke that story so let's see here okay oh episode five of 4d with demi lovato is out now on the odyssey app and all streaming sites and then this this week demi is joined by jane fonda and they cover many issues including the the critical fight for our climate and here's a preview with demi just kind of talking about living with your truth 
there was a voice inside of me that said, you're not living. And if you don't start living your life for you, it's going to be your demise. So I woke up and I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to live my truth. And no matter who it scares, no matter who in the patriarchy it shakes, I'm going to live my truth for me. You know, what you're saying is so brave. I wish I could hug you right now. Um, oh, I wish I could hug you too. Yeah. You can hear the entire episode on the Odyssey app. Jane Fonda, have you ever watched the show Frankie and Grace? I love no, that show. I no. have not. No. <laughs> it's so good. Her and Lily Tomlin. Oh my gosh, I want to be their friends. Conan O'Brien only has eight more shows to go until he wraps things up. And last night, Martin Short was a guest and he had fun roasting. He took it to Conan last night. Here's some of Martin Short roasting um, Conan O'Brien last night. You look fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Martin. It's yeah. very nice. You, you, you look like someone freeze-dried Prince Harry. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, you look, you look fantastic. Thank you, you so much. And I'm excited to be here at eight let more shows. It's, eight more, this is the end. You know, so. And who's your final guest? I'm assuming it's Jay Leno. <laughs> 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 that's pretty funny. That's, uh, that's brutal. One of my favorite in-studio moments was when we had Martin Short in studio. And he came in here, and you and him started riffing from Father of the Bride. Is that what you guys were doing? Yes. It's welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks, is what I said to him. And then he went into full-on mode of that character. And it was the most fantastic thing I've ever experienced in an interview. He would, I was just laughing so hard. He's so great. It really was. And I, I remember because I watched him in the studio and you two doing that and watching it and just, it, it was a moment like, wow, this is such a cool thing. He's a legend. And you just, you knew the lines, you knew the stuff and the way you two interacted. That is one of my top 10 moments on this show. Oh, wow. There was, it was something very special about that moment. And then we did a full interview and everything, but that, that particular moment where you two were just like, I, you were just like in this zone together. It was very special to watch. I would put it in my top like um, 72 moments on this show for sure. Ooh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. It, it was, was a really amazing. cool thing. I know you love Blackpink, right? I love Blackpink. Okay, someone who's not familiar with Blackpink. Sell me on Blackpink. Why should I start listening to Blackpink? Oh, the, the, I wish my daughter was on because she would do it. Well, okay, it's Let's four. Get her um, <laughs> oh, so, wait, it's summertime. It's seven thirty. No, Forget she's I said up. That. They have a dentist appointment this morning. <sighs> uh, hold on, call. She just texted me real quick. Uh, I'll try. I'll try my best. But okay, so you have Jenny. You have Jisoo, you have Lisa, and you have Rosé. And they all have, like, their different kind of roles in Blackpink. You know, you've got one who is, like, the best singer. I believe that it, they consider Jisoo to be the best singer. And, Steph, you can jump in if you if you want to help me. Lisa is, like, the dancer of the group. Jenny is, like, the aesthetic. She's, you know, the, the one that they kind of look at. And then Rosie is... Is she like the songwriter, the backup vocals? I'm not really sure. They're all like sisters. They're family. And so when you watch their documentary, you feel like you're a part of the sisterhood. And not only that, you only you see all of the hard that they put hard work that they've put through in like the amount of years. I think they dedicate like six years to get to the point where they are now. Something crazy like that. Yeah, there was like a whole tryout process. Here she is. Okay, here she okay. is. There she is. Sophie, you're on live. Hi, baby. Oh, you, oh, sorry, oh, hold, okay. hold on a second. Oh, hold on. Okay, can, now we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so JC just wanted me to sell him on Blackpink, and I said you would be the best to do that. Tell him why Blackpink is so great. Well, it's a four-member group, 
originating from South Korea. Their fifth anniversary is coming up. And the really cool thing about Blackpink is they're a very diverse group in itself. And their music and music videos have gone viral all over the place. And they've had a very unique discography thus far. And they're all making their solo debuts currently. So it's really cool to see the difference between their solo stuff and the group stuff. And overall, it's a very unique style in their music videos and their music that I don't think has really ever been done before. So if you're looking for something different, I feel like Blackpink is a really good way to go. Okay, this is a good sell. This is a really good sell. Exactly. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll rank the sells. Uh, so, Sophie, the best sell. Oh, of course. Mercedes, you, you get second best sell. And then, Steph, you get third best sell. That's all That's all good. I totally would have ranked the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him that, like, you know, uh, Lisa is the dancer, and then you've got Jisoo. Isn't she the best singer and stuff like that, right? Well... Wrong. Kind of. <laughs> Never mind. What were you going to say? Well, well, no, because I, here's the, the reason I brought up Blackpink, Sophie, is because um, Blackpink is about to celebrate, as she just said, their fifth anniversary, and they're teasing something for the fans. Can you expand on this? In a post on Instagram, they revealed something called the 4 Plus 1 Project in honor of the occasion. Do you know what they're talking about? Yeah, so there's um, a lot of stuff that's going on with that. Um they actually announced as part of that project in August, there's going to be Blackpink the movie. So as part of the 4 Plus 1 project, there's going to be a movie that they're going to release in over 100 countries. And it's basically going to go about like the memories from when they debuted as a group. Um, kind of talking about their four like really distinct personalities since they're pretty different. And then there's also going to be um, some songs from their online concert and stuff in there all together. So a lot of Blinks are really looking forward to it. Um, we'll see if it comes to the U.S. I would expect it because there's a very large presence of blinks here in the United States. So Joe, uh, Sophie's a head blink. Is she a head blink? <laughs> <laughs> She's the number one blink. I love it. Very informative. Thank you, Sophie. I appreciate it. Love you. Have fun at your of dentist course. appointment this morning. I just woke up, so we're still processing that. I know. Right now. Oh, you have so, to be there in a half hour, so you better get going. You can cancel it. Cancel it. <laughs> no, cancel no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right. She knows her black pink. Oh, my gosh. That was great. I didn't even know she knew that much. My gosh. How did, how did she know all this? <laughs> Seriously, I think she. I thought I might be informing her about the 4 Plus 1 project. Oh, this She's is like, new. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license. Thanks, 94.1. One of us had a very awkward moment with a coworker yesterday, and that coworker is on this show. What happened? Oh, this is going to be good. The awkwardness ensues. We'll talk about it coming up next. Oh, no, no. We're talking about it now. Oh, we're talking about yeah, it now? Yeah, we got time to wait for that. Are you kidding me? Oh, what happened? What, well, it wasn't me. It was Steph, apparently. Steph, what happened? Okay, 
I'm kind of nervous to talk about it right now. Uh-oh. Okay, so it was with another person on the show, and of course it's not going to be with JC. Yes, I didn't see you in there. Yeah, JC, I did not see you in the restroom yesterday after the show, but... Mercedes, what happened? It was with you. Oh, no. Did I toot? I don't know if you tooted, but <laughs> I think I might have before you walked in. <laughs> I, I don't remember running into you in the bathroom yesterday. What happened? So, I'm so freaking out right now. Okay, so after the show, I ran to the restroom because I was like, okay, I was, I've been holding it in and... You know, there were noises. There were noises in the restroom. I was the only one in there. Okay, and I'm like, okay, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's normal, natural, whatever it may. But then, shortly after, I heard someone open the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this? I hope it's not Mercedes. Because I mean, if it's anyone else on the show, honestly, I don't see them every day. I don't see them often. But if honestly, Mercedes, if it's you, I'm like, oh, I gotta see her later. Why? You're don't don't be afraid of me. I promise. I I am harmless. Okay. Well, that happened, and I don't think you heard. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I didn't know you were. I didn't know it was you yet. I just knew a woman walked in. Someone went in the front oh, stall. So, so Mercedes, you're thinking Mercedes walked in after you. It's not like she was in there the entire time. Correct. Oh, okay. Because Steph, when she goes into our restroom, we have three stalls. She goes into the furthest back stall. I always go into the first stall. So yes. there was one stall separation. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. So I'm walking out of the big stall that I'm usually in, and I kind of wanted to see who it was. Usually I look at the bottom to see, like, whose shoes it is. Uh-huh. But these <gasps> these gaps in our women's stalls, they're humongous. Oh, my Wait. gosh. They're the same way in the men's room. Yes. They're <sighs> huge. You can see the whole entire thing. You looked in on the stall on me? Mercedes, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh! When I looked over to look at whose shoes it was, I totally locked eyes with you. I did not. I did not lock eyes with you. I was not looking at you. I didn't even notice. I just heard someone. I didn't really pay attention. But when you looked in on the stall on me, and so you saw me sitting on the toilet. I sure did. I saw almost everything. I said, "Oh my god!" I went to go wash my hands, pretending I just wanted to erase everything from my memory. Oh my god! How long? That was something like that. You know, a split second seems like an eternity. Did you lock eyes and, and, and stay locked in there and take a second? And like, who is that? Wait a second. Oh, no, it's Mercedes. So you're looking like for five seconds. How long did you stare for? No, it was probably half a millisecond, but it felt like eternity. Oh, my gosh. How funny. Well, I got to be honest. I'm glad you just saw me sitting on the toilet and not like standing up and like wiping or anything. Like <laughs> no, I saw you sitting. Oh, my gosh. How embarrassing. Let one leg up taking care of business. Oh, my goodness. Mercedes, I'm so sorry if that felt any type of awkward. If you saw me or the eyes locking, I felt like. I was locking eyes with you. I and didn't you, feel it. You didn't. I heard you. I assumed it was you because there's very few women around here right now. And so I just assumed it was you, but I didn't really think anything of it. But I didn't I didn't realize you thought that our eyes locked. I must have just been looking straight ahead or not paying attention. I don't know. <laughs> you were focused. I guess. Concentrating. So. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess I must have been. I, I, I was out right after you, and I knew it was you for sure, because one thing I've noticed about you, Steph, when you wash your hands, you use the very first sink that when you come out of your stall. And I use the second sink, but I noticed after you use a sink, you drip all the way over to the first sink. <laughs> so I saw all the drip marks and I was like, 
Steph, that was definitely Steph. That's the only reason I knew it was you. Gosh, not only am I locking eyes with you, I'm making a mess all over the bathroom sink. I always wipe down your drip marks after I come in after you. <laughs> My husband would complain about the sink that you didn't wipe the bathroom sink after you washed your hands. That is the thing, though. Those gaps is the same way in the men's restroom. It's because we only have two stalls, so it's just, the, it's just the first stall. It's a huge gap, and if you come in there too wide and someone's in there taking care of business, you can see right in there. It's like a one-inch gap. It may be a little bigger. No, next time, I'm looking straight forward. I learned my lesson yesterday from seeing Mercedes. That's I, so funny. And I'm sorry again, Mercedes. I felt like I invaded your personal space. You kind of did, but if it was you, so I'm cool with it. And like, I promise to clean up after myself <laughs> next time. Oh, it doesn't bother me. It just lets me know. It's my signal. It's like it's like the breadcrumbs that you leave that I know <laughs> it was you. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Do you do the handicap stall? I do the handicap and stall. So do I. Yeah, More it's, space in there. Yeah, and you can't see through the big old gas. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to start using yeah. that one too. <laughs> all right, coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? All right, we are going to talk about the best state to live in. Is Nevada a great state to live in, or is it one of the worst? We're going to talk about that. Also, what age range will represent the best years of your life? And straight out of like a pet cemetery story, a family's cat gets cremated. But then something really weird happens with that cat. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You can listen to us, Mix 94.1, on the Odyssey app, and you can do that with an Amazon Echo Show 8, which we have for you next hour, 825, when you win heads up. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right. The website WalletHub does an annual ranking of the best states to live in based on five different categories. You have safety, affordability, the economy, health and education, and overall quality of life. And the last time they did it, Massachusetts ranked first. But a new state just took the top spot this year. And that state is New Jersey. New Jersey is the best state to live in, according to Wallet Hub. It ranks second to last in affordability, but first in safety, fifth in education, and seventh in quality of life. According to the results, the best states to live in right now are New Jersey, Massachusetts, New York, Idaho, and Minnesota. That's your top five. Uh, the rest of the top ten include um, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Utah, New Hampshire, and then you have Iowa and Pennsylvania in there, too. The worst state was New Mexico. New Mexico ranked last, only slightly worse than Alaska, 
Louisiana, Mississippi, and South Carolina. And if you're you're just interested in affordability, the most affordable states are Alabama, West Virginia, Arkansas, Indiana, and Missouri, and then California was the least affordable. Uh, overall, though, Nevada, we ranked on the on the lower end of the list. We were number 44 Dang. out of 50. So not uh, not ranked one of the best places to live. That's a shame. I spent some time in New Jersey. Beautiful state, the Garden State. You have the, kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, there's farm country out there. There's the Jersey Shore. L- lots going on in New Jersey. And then you said Idaho was one of the top ones, too? Yeah, that was one of uh, one of the top places to live. Uh, one, two, three, number four on the list. I drove through Idaho for the first time last summer. Idaho's gorgeous. I don't know how much it costs to live or anything, but just driving through the state. It's a beautiful state. Idaho Falls is just amazing. Well, it looks like, yeah, a lot of people feel the same way on that. (laughs) Um, Also this morning, you know how people reference the best years of our lives. There's a lot of talk about it in high school yearbooks, but it's possible that you haven't even reached those years at that point. Well, 21%, a new poll asked people which decade represented or will represent their best years. And the biggest group, 24%, said it's got to be their 30s. 21% 21% said their 20s, 15% said their 40s, 9% said their 50s, and 7% said their 60s. There's um, about 6% of people who said under 20, and then after that, you got your 70s and your 80s. Uh, interestingly, when you break it down by age, the majority of people seem to choose their current age as their best years, which is cool. Even among those 55 and older, 35% said their best years would be their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. I was talking to my mom uh, last Friday. We do our little happy hour on Zoom, and I don't know how that topic came up. It's just like my my two aunts are on there, and like my mom and my one aunt are in their sixties, and then my other aunt is in her seventies, and they uh, they were talking about like getting old or something. And they're like, "Just do wait, blah blah blah." And uh, and my one of my aunts asked, "What do you guys think is was the best decade that you have experienced so far?" And I thought it was interesting. My mom said it for her, it was her 40s. My aunt said for her, it's currently her 60s. And my other aunt said it was her 60s. I, I was like, wow, what's something to look forward to? Yeah, you know? really? That, I, I just thought that I was expecting them to all say 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. And, and so when they said that, I was like, oh, no kidding. Interesting. Do you? How would you answer that question then? I mean, I would say currently, I, honestly, I, I mean, but I, I gain stuff from every decade. It's hard to say. I, definitely not my 20s. Definitely not. 30s are great. I mean, I'm just, I'm enjoying where I'm at now. How about you? I would say the exact same thing because I, I look back and great memories from, you know, my, my teens, great memories from my, tw- like unbelievable memories from my 20s, beautiful memories from my 30s. But I just, it's like the, the memories keep happening and great things keep happening and, and building more memories. And so, yeah, I would say current day, current version. Yeah, I think it's just about living in the moment mm-hmm. and being present. And so you can look back and say, yeah, that was a great decade or that was not such a great decade. But it's hard to say because like some really great things have happened for me and some really not so great things. But overall, you know, just happy where you are. Um, I don't know. How do you guys answer that? 702-364-9400. And it would be sad of me, too, if you're in your 40s and you look back and say, man, the 20s were the, were the best time of my life. Well, then you do, I think you got to kind of change that mindset because then you're just so focused on what you did in your 20s and you're missing everything that's happening in front of you right now. Yeah. Tell that to the guys at my Hesco reunion. <laughs> they say, the teens were my best. <laughs> like, what? The glory days will pass Still you by. Still living in it. All right. 
Finally this morning, a cat was cremated and then shocked his family by showing up at their doorstep. <laughs> what? Yes. Frankie, the cat, is 16, and Frankie did not come home on May 19th. The Fitzsimmons family went searching for him and found a dead cat on the side of the road near their home. And that cat looked exactly like Frankie. Well, they couldn't tell 100% due to its injuries, and the chip could not be scanned, so they cremated him. His ashes sat by the bed of his seven-year-old owner. Then one day, the boy thought he heard Frankie at the back door. He looked a little rough, but Frankie was alive. Now the Fitzsimmons want to know whose cat they cremated (laughs) (laughs) so it can be returned to the rightful owner. Yeah, you want those ashes. Oh, man. I would be so having pet cemetery flashbacks at that moment. Just like, oh, my gosh. What is this cat alive? What is going on? Yeah, that would take a couple minutes to register. You go out back and there's a cat or dog that you thought you put oh, down and cremated? Yeah, I would get chills. I don't know how I'd feel about uh, <laughs> the poor little cat after that, but yeah, there you go. All right, 8 o'clock hour, 820, $1,000 could be yours. It's Mix 94.1's Cash Code. It's all coming up next. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.59 Wednesday morning, and it's not always easy to get to know someone. Sometimes it takes a little time. Sometimes it takes years, really, to 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 open up. I don't know how you are if you're like right away. This is you, you put out everything about you, or if you're kind of selective about the information that you release and you do little little bits here and there. But as far as getting to know someone, is there a question that you ask someone to try to feel them out and and get a better idea of the person that they are? I don't I don't have a particular one, but Reddit had a whole thread going about asking people what's your favorite question to get to know them. And I thought it was I thought some of the questions were so interesting. And I, and I jotted some of them down. I wanted to ask you guys to see how you would respond to it. But do you have a question then to open up to someone or to, to get them to open up to you? Um I I mean I have I have things that kind of give me an idea of who they are. I know we talked about this yesterday. I I like, I do believe in astrology. I like to find out when their birthday is because in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, so you're this. All right, gotcha. It just gives me a, it's not a blueprint by any means, but it just kind of gives me a couple personality characteristics. So I like that. All right. Well, here are some of the questions from this Reddit thread last night. These are some of the more popular ones. They got likes and upvotes and everything. So this first one here is, when's the last time you saw a monkey? Uh, just yesterday, the, the guy who, who has the little finger monkey mm-hmm. that called into the show, I started following him on TikTok. So I saw one of his TikToks oh, yesterday. His TikTok videos? Yeah. And he, and he and I have been messaging back and forth and he, and he, they listen every morning, him and the monkey. It's very sweet. Well, think when's the last time we saw a monkey in person? Cause I was thinking the same oh. thing. Cause as soon as he talked about that monkey, I was looking him up, but when's the last time we saw a monkey actually physically in front of you? In person monkey. Um... I can't, I can't answer that. I don't know. I, I have no clue. Do you remember? At a zoo somewhere, maybe? Is there a petting zoo that has monkeys? Ah, Steph, last time you saw a monkey physically in front of you. Yeah, say, I think it was the San Diego Zoo with my mom and my nephews back in 2016. Wow. It's been a while since we've seen monkeys. I can't even remember. I was going to say every morning when I see JC, but I didn't want to go that far. <laughs> that was my nickname in college. Yeah, monkey boy. <laughs> she didn't even know that. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I got monkey like teachers. What exactly, can I say? Exactly. If I gave you the money to set up a theme restaurant or a bar, what would be the theme and what would you call the establishment? I got it. 
I've I've thought of this I like long for a long time, and my parents. We talked about it one day. One day we win the lottery. We're opening up a restaurant. It's got to be called the Hungry Mexican. And it's called that because we serve Hungarian food and we serve Mexican food. <laughs> We're calling it the Hungry Mexican because my mom cooks the best Hungarian food and the best Mexican food I've ever tasted. And we were like, Mom, you're going to be the cook. Uh, we'll, we'll host. Uh, Marcos can bust tables. Mario can do this. We've got it all planned out. The Hungry Mexican. That's I love it. this. Let's get it done. Let's get some capital going. Uh, go, maybe start a GoFundMe page to get some capital raised for this restaurant. All right, Steph, what would your, your theme restaurant be and, and what would you call it? Ooh, okay. My theme, I think, would be like the dancing, the dancing chimpanzee, dancing monkey. <laughs> I was gonna say monkey, but I was gonna say because I'll do the dancing and then JC can do the hosting. <laughs> Welcome to the dancing monkey. Wow. This really backfired on you, JC. <laughs> I love this. I told Steph I love it when she brings it. I was, <laughs> she, I, I, I was talking to Jocelyn, who was on the show before. She, we, we met up last week, and we were talking about the show and. For some reason, you got brought up, JC, and we're like, dude, I love it when JC laughs when we make fun of him. It's just the funniest <laughs> I thing. Love it. It's I so truly, great. I truly love it. All right, so this next one here. Okay, what's your favorite part about waking up? Folgers my cup. <laughs> <laughs> and I do Folgers every morning, too. I do shook up. Uh, my favorite part of waking up is, uh, like, I have a little pep talk with myself, and I'm just, I, I'm like... Today's going to be a great day. I'm so grateful for all the wonderful people in my life. I'm wonderful. Uh, I'm grateful for the material possessions. I'm I'm grateful for everything, and I'm most of all grateful for another day. That's my favorite part. My little pep talk I give myself in the morning. Well, that's adorable. That's how, awesome. How about you? Me or Steph? Steph. You. You, oh, Jason. Oh, you, oh, you go next. Uh, uh, my th- I do gratitude lists as well. Every night I do five things that I'm grateful for for that day. So I look back. I'm falling asleep, reflect on the day, and then I do gratitude for the next day, which is I, I try to think of three things that I'm grateful for, for going into the following day. So I do, um, I do gratitude as well when I get up, and that's usually the first thing. The alarm goes off. It's like a blank slate in my mind. My mind's completely blank, and then all of a sudden, everything starts washing in, like, oh, today's Wednesday, and then all this, like, then the normal gratitude stuff comes in, like, oh, you get to do this today. You're doing that today. You're doing this today, and so just try to start the day off on a positive note. I love waking up and seeing my puppy Momo. He really makes me so happy. He's growing so fast. So seeing him first thing in the morning and then honestly just what we do every day is so awesome. I would have never thought when I was a little kid I'd be able to do this with with you guys. So I really look forward to just waking up, seeing my puppy, doing my job, and then coming home to my hubby. He's the best. That's a good one. I like that. Last one here. What's the best thing that happened to you today? Oh, why don't you guys go ahead first? Uh, okay, it's I'll go very first. early. Yeah, it is. Our day is we're what five hours into our day. Um, so for me, my wife she she rides her horses, and summertime she's got to get up early to ride them because of the heat. So she got up this morning. I woke her up this morning at four thirty, and that was that was nice going up into the bedroom and waking her up. And she got up and came downstairs, and we were able to hang out for about a half hour before she headed off to the barn, and I headed off to the radio station. So that was nice to have her down there when I was getting ready for work, and it's not a normal occurrence. And that was just a sweet sweet thing this morning. Uh, Steph, what about you? Uh, this I thought it was really funny this morning. Every morning, I try to kiss my husband, James, before I leave. So I kiss him on the cheek. And this morning, when I kissed him on the cheek, he was sleep-talking. He goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> Can you make me hash browns? And I said, you know it's... 
it's a Wednesday morning. I can't be waking up. I got to go to work. He goes, huh? And then he started waking up. So I thought that was the funniest thing. It started off my day on a, a really good funny note. Um, I think for me, the best part so far this morning is just being here with you two and, and laughing and, and just having fun. And yeah, I mean, it's the day is young, but so far that's been the highlight for me. 100%. I like that question because you know how far you long if you're early in the morning, you got to find something that's been the great part of your day so far. I'm sure it'll change as the day goes on and on, but I, I really quick, I do have a question I wanted to ask you guys. Sure. And it's kind of serious and it's revealing and we may need to go long on this, but my question is, would you rather drink orange juice expecting it to be milk or would you rather drink milk expecting it to be orange juice? Um, oh, wait, how does it go again? OJ? Would you rather drink orange juice expecting it to be milk or would you rather drink milk expecting it to be orange juice? rather drink milk. Now, is this alone by by itself or is it with like... No, just food? by itself. Like I've, you're taking a drink of water or you're taking a drink and you think it's orange juice and then you take a drink and it's milk and you're like, whoa! I'd rather uh, take a swig thinking it's milk and have it be orange juice. I'd say the other way. I'd rather drink orange juice expecting it to be milk because orange juice a little bit more flavor and then I'd rather have something bland than bland to like, whoa, this was a orange juice. I don't know. That's... That's a very tough question. Think about that. What's yours? Um, I'd rather drink orange juice expecting it to be milk because I don't really like drinking milk. So if I'm like, oh, fine, I'll take a glass, a drink of milk. And I drink it and it's orange juice. I'm like, oh, yum. It's orange juice. It's not milk. It's a surprise. Yay. Coming up here this hour, how about $1,000? $1,000 could be just one text message away. You probably sent a bunch of text messages already this morning. 820, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code. Did you ever do sleepover camp or summertime? Did you ever go away to camp? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Why? Well, it's funny because we were talking earlier this morning in Two Truths and a Lie. I mentioned my time at Villanova football camp. I went there for a couple of summers. And I was just thinking about my time at Villanova football camp. And there's two, like, scandals and issues that went down when I look back at, uh, at my time there. It was a week-long sleepover camp. Did you go to camp? And was there a scandal or something happened at your, at, at your camp? If so, what was it? 702-364-9400. Because the first one was the first year. I got there, and someone had brought a, a TV and a VCR, and they had brought an adult film. And we would all sit there, and kind of weird, but we'd all, like, watch the adult film. It was kind of an odd thing. That is really weird. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, what? like there was, like, like everyone kind of gathered in this room. We watched, like, oh, oh, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. And I was so stunned. It's the first time I ever saw one. I was just so surprised that, like. But not the last. <laughs> <laughs> how the guys, like, how the people looked. Like, his doesn't look like mine. And what's her? What, what oh did she God. do? It was so, it was weird. <laughs> but then the counselors found out that this one guy had a, had a, a VCR and a porno tape. So he got kicked out of camp. That was a big scandal. He got sent home. Wow. What's that? Um, how do you bring a VCR to camp? <laughs> I mean, that was a, that was a commitment. Big time. We, uh, we stayed in the dorm in the dorms. So that was your thing. Like, you, you had the, so you can bring a refrigerator. But this guy was all in bringing a TV, VCR. And, and he brought... surround sound, everything. <laughs> He's got the whole sound system going. He was all set up. And then the other scandal was, it was the following year. And I went with my cousin, my cousin Brian, every year. And he just, he started, not, he didn't feel right. And he woke up this morning and had like a, a full body rash and just itchy, didn't feel right. So they had, they had like the, I don't know, the doc, team doctor or someone checked him out. They sent him home and turned out he had the measles. Oh gosh, that is the worst getting sick. Like 
big time sick when you're not at home. That is the worst. So he gets sent home early because, of, and, and the same thing, looking back, I shared a room with him and I thought nothing of it. Like adult JC, if I was in a room and someone had the measles, I'd be freaking out. Back, younger JC, 13-year-old JC, I didn't care. I'm like, oh, you're going home? Okay, cool. Got the room to myself then for the rest of the week. Yeah, that's a, you didn't catch anything though, right? No, because I had them. So is that measles, once you have them, do you not get them again? I thought that was chicken pox, but um, I, I don't know. I uh, Don't you get a shot for a vaccination for the measles? Maybe. I wasn't concerned. My parents were concerned. So I, okay. think, I think they felt thought I was safe. But those were the two issues uh, when I went to Villanova football camp that, that happened to me. Did you ever have a summer camp issue? 702-364-9400. Steph, did you have one? It wasn't a summer camp, but every year my dancing went to Big Bear. And one of the cabins that we rented out was really, really eerie and kind of freaky because one night I remember taking a shower and then after I got out, I was the only person in the room and I just felt like this hovering thing above me. And they, later that night, I kind of asked all the other directors of our dance team, like, hey, did you guys feel that weird thing in our room? They're like, no, no, they, they didn't think anything of it. But that night we all do this tradition downstairs where we kind of like go around, do our affirmations and every single person is downstairs in the living room. And it got quiet for a second, transitioning from one person to another, and we started hearing footsteps from upstairs. And we would kind of looked around, we're like, who's that? Everyone, everyone's here, right? We're like, okay, kind of brushed it off. A few minutes later, we heard a knock on the door. They're like, Steph, you go, go, you go get it, you go get it. I'm like, okay. I went to the door, and of course, no one was there. What? Ooh. I know. We never rented that uh, a B and B or whatever that was cabin again because that was really freaky. Seriously, that's real freaky. Yeah. I uh, I I just you guys jogged my memory. I didn't go to summer camp, but we have a thing in Colorado. I think they still do it to this day called outdoor lab. And when you're in sixth grade, everyone has to go to outdoor lab, and it's basically a week up in the mountains. There's two outdoor labs. There's one at Mount Evans, and there's one at uh. There's another place I can't remember, but we went to the outdoor lab at Mount Evans. And so you pack up for a week, you go stay up there, you take classes out about the, you know, the scenery and nature. You, it's, it's a whole thing. And camp counselors go that you get a credit if you go as an outdoor lab instructor. So juniors and seniors could take you up to outdoor lab. So I remember we went to outdoor lab and our counselors, I had the biggest crush on one of them. He was he was a senior at one of the local high schools. I don't even remember which one. And so I just, I thought he was so cute. And uh, all my friends did too. So at the, the on Friday, you get like your little book signed and everyone autographs like a yearbook or whatever. And I think he was just being nice. And he's just like, keep in touch. So me and my friends literally stalked him, found his parents' name in the phone book, and we <laughs> called him for like two weeks afterwards. We're like, hey, you just said to keep in touch, so we just wanted to say hi. And he's just like, he was so sweet. He's like, oh, hey, girls, oh, hi. I mean, he's a senior in high school, uh. and he has sixth graders <laughs> calling him. I just thought, now I look back and I cringe. I'm like, how gross were we? That is so weird. He wrote in the little book, the keep in touch. He didn't give the phone number. You guys no, did the research no, to we, find he, the phone he, number. He told us to keep in touch, so we looked at, we looked him up, and we kept in touch, and uh, we finally he, he finally stopped taking our calls. 
<laughs> this is very weird. Mom and dad were screening the calls. Oh, like, it's those, it's those girls again. Definitely a bad thing. <laughs> Haunted cabin, pornos at camp, and uh, stalking your counselor. Never, never going to go. I'm glad it was only a one-time deal and we didn't do that again. All right. Let's do this. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. You get to play heads up. we got a great prize for you. We have an Amazon Echo Show 8 to give away. It's courtesy of Arista Records. You can listen to Mix 94.1 play Tom Grenon's newest single called Little Bit of Love. It's really good, and we would love to get you this Echo Show 8. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. 702-364-9400. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That was Marshmallow and Jonas Brothers. Leave before you love me. It's, yes, Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Michelle. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. We want to get you this Amazon Echo Show 8. All we need for you to do is pick a category. Do you want to go with Let's Go Fishing, Sushi Dinner, or Cookie Monster? Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Okay. The National Eat and Oreo Day is coming up on Saturday. So these are all different types of cookies. All right. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes. Okay. All right. Here we go, Michelle. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and the Amazon Echo Show 8 is yours. Ladies, you start now. We decorate these little men around Christmas time. Gingerbread men. Yes. This is when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you get one of these kind Fortune of. cookie. Yes. Um, this is like kind of the adult flavor of cookie. Usually comes with raisins. Uh, you might eat a big bowl of this in the morning for breakfast. It's warm. Oatmeal? Yes. This is uh, the the, the um, young ladies sell these type of cookies. Um, they're thin mints. Girl Scout cookies. Yes. This is uh, your typical just uh, kind with these little drops of, of, of flavor in them. Uh, Nestle Toll House is what? Chocolate chip cookie? Yes. This is, um, I'm going to pass this. This is just a plain regular cookie that you might decorate for the holidays with some frosting on it. A regular cookie. Yes. yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. Kind of made that more difficult than I needed to. But you were right there with me, Michelle. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Job well done, Michelle. You're all set. You got yourself an Amazon Echo Show 8. We'll have more of these tomorrow morning when you win heads up at 825. And coming up next hour, actually just about one hour from right now, your tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 838 on Wednesday. And hopefully you guys are all set for Father's Day on Sunday. Happy early Father's Day to all the dads out there. And if you're uh, if you're celebrating, I we were talking about this yesterday. Is is it a big brunch day like Mother's Day is? I We got some feedback. A lot of people were like, no, Father's Day, we just hang out at the house. And we end up grilling and chilling, and that's it. That's about it. <laughs> grilling, chilling, and I think there's a big golf tournament this weekend, too. Is it, a lot of dads watch golf, maybe? Grilling, chilling, golfing? Yeah, just a really low maintenance and easy. So what are what are the plans for, for Father's Day? Most of you are just laying low. But one thing I love, as far as dads go, that, I, I mean, moms have these, too, but I feel like dads really do have the most 
catchphrases as opposed to moms. Like, does every dad have a catchphrase, something that they they say over and over and it just becomes kind of ingrained in your brain, in your childhood? What What is your dad's specific catchphrase? 702 702- Three six four ninety four hundred. My dad had a couple of them. He he would always ask if we thought that he was made out of money. Like if we asked for something, he was like, "Do you think I'm made out of money?" Uh, no, we don't. We we're just wondering if we could get this toy or whatever. <laughs> He'd always say that. Um, if he ever walked into my bedroom and I was playing rap music, which was like my number one favorite music when I was a kid. Kind of still now, but um, he'd be like, I don't want you to listen to that rap crap. And he thought it was so witty because he rap and crap rhymed. So he was like, rap crap. I, I don't know. I was just like, OK. <laughs> um, and then and then on a lighter note, on a nicer note, like if ever I was in a situation where I was upset because of a friend or his friend was mean to me, he's like, you know what? You'll learn this. Family is all we need. Family is all we need. So those were the three of my dad's catchphrases. Do you think I'm made out of money? I don't want you listening to the rap crap. And family is all we need. What was your dad's catchphrase? 702-364-9400. Steph, I don't know if you can find it, but there was a wrestling group in the, in the 90s that, uh, in WCW, and they put out a song because they were, they were a bunch of country guys, and they were fighting, feuding with like the rap group in wrestling, and they put out a song called Rap is Crap. Ah. It was an actual <laughs> song that they put out, and they would come out to it. And it was, it was a catchy tune, too. It was just so cheesy. It was catchy. Now, now next time I hear it, I'll, I'll think of your dad. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, my dad, at any time, there would be like, I don't know, we should be eating somewhere or in the neighborhood and a cop car would come by, it'd always be a joke that they're coming for me. Oh, oh they're coming for you. Or if you see, you see a police, we walk into a store or something, there's a police officer. Officer is right over there. Like, okay, yeah, they're coming for me. I'm the bad guy here. They're going to come and get me. Here I am. The good one. Good one. Uh, yeah, they, they're coming for me. <laughs> and then also, too, is always cut the dramatics, too. Anytime I was trying to be dramatic or something, my dad would tell me to cut the dramatics. If something silly, I'd be, uh, cut the dramatics, you know, n- no room for drama. I'm like, okay, cut the dramatics out. Uh, what, what is, th- those are good. I like those. Uh, Steph, did you have, did your dad have any catchphrases that he used to use? Uh, lately he's had a lot, but you know, he'll send you guys like Instagram stories with like quotes that he makes up and stuff like, uh, we are all universe. We are all in the universe of our own, like something spiritual and uplifting. And I love them, but they get kind of old, but I love him for it. But when I was growing up, a big thing that he would do was let's play by ear. I'm like, let's play by ear. Like, I'm a kid. Let's play by ear. Like, my ear? <laughs> play it by ear? Oh, like, exactly. Just like, oh, okay. What? Yeah, like, oh, I'm like, Dad, you know, I want to I wanna go over to a friend's house this weekend. Oh, honey, let, let's play it by ear. I'm like, I'm tired of that phrase, <laughs> Dad. Can you just tell me yes or no? We're getting so many texts here. This one says, my dad always says, almost isn't good enough. This one says, my dad says life is good. He's retired and we vacation a lot. And whenever he's just chilling, he says that. That's so cute. Um, my dad used to always ask me, does your face hurt? And then follow up with, because it's killing me. Oh. <laughs> How mean. But that's kind of funny. Hey, dad, I'm a product of you. <laughs> um, this one says, not now, but right now. Uh, is this a universal dad thing? Because I, I catch my husband doing it now. If you if you go if someone leaves, but then they forgot something and they come right back in, he'll go. Well, that was fast. Like I didn't go. Yeah, I'm just coming back in here. Why do they always do that? Um, 
This one says, dads love saying don't spend it all in one place after they give a kid a very small amount of money. And then this one says, dads love saying no, you're other right when someone mistakes left for oh, right. Oh, that's a classic, yeah. yeah uh-huh. you're, no, you're other right. Uh, this one says, my dad's catchphrase when he answers the phone, yellow. <laughs> my dad used to do that. Yellow. It was very deep voice when he said it. Uh, I think we all relate to all of those. That's a great list. All right, coming up next, we've got the hot three. What do you got for us? Um, okay, we are going to be talking about the st- most stressed out workers in the world. Who are they? Also, if you have these, they are now worth a fortune. And a bride's demands when it comes to what gifts she wants would you even go to this wedding? We're going to tell you all about it coming up next after the weekend. And Ariana Grande, Grande save your tears on Mix 94.1. It is Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And Justin is listening on the Odyssey app. Send a request in for Britney Spears. We'll do that in less than 10 minutes. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. I guess even doing our jobs from the couch for a full year didn't make us more relaxed at work because a new Gallup poll found America has some of the most stressed out workers in the world. They broke it down by region, not by country. So they lumped the U.S. and Canada together. And overall, 57% said that a significant part of their workday is stressful. That is the highest in the world. The global average is 43%, and it's only 39% in Europe. So... That's a lot higher than everywhere else. It also found women deal with more on-the-job stress every day. 62% say yes, compared to 52% of men and young people feel more stressed out at work than older people do. Yes, is, it more, is it less stress to be doing what you're doing right now at the house or the same stress if you're doing the job at the office? If you're doing the same thing, nothing really changes if you're doing it at home. Are stress levels down because you're not around coworkers doing it? Are coworkers creating the stress? Where's the stress coming from? I think I, I think for me personally, with our job, there's l- less stress at home because you just there's you're limited as to what you can take on. When you're here at work, there's a lot more that you can you take on, point. and I I've definitely been more stressed out since I've come here at home. When we were done, we were kind of done. Like there's uh, my hands are tied. I can't do anything else. So. I didn't stress out that much. Now it's like, oh, okay, you're back in. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do that? And it's like, I do it, you know, happily, but it's at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> you need you more know? time. You, you need 24 hours, <laughs> 25 hours over there. Um, also this morning, if you have any toys from the 1990s, hang on to them because they are worth a fortune these days. A new study from the Toy Zone found almost a dozen different Beanie Babies have sold for $15,000 or more on eBay. And the biggest moneymaker right now is a chameleon Beanie Baby from 1997. It reportedly sold for $50,000. A couple of Valentine's Day Beanie Babies sold for between twenty-five dollars and $30,000 each. And that Princess Diana bear, remember everyone was wanting that one, collecting that one? Well, it's finally paying off because that recently sold for $19,000. Nine of the top 10 most valuable 90s toys are Beanie Babies. The only top 10 toy not to be a Beanie Baby is a copy of GoldenEye 007 for Nintendo 64. That is worth almost $15,000. The most expensive action figure 
is Scratch from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Playmates. That's going for just under six grand. So go through those toys. See what you find. You never know. You might be sitting on a hidden treasure. Yeah, and you go back to the 80s, too. Garbage Bill Kids right now. If you have any of those Garbage Bill Kids from the 80s, there's top people paying top dollar for those cards. Just jump on eBay and see, see the value of some of those things. And it kills me because I had all of the Garbage Bill Kids at one point, and they're worth a lot of money right now. Oh, man. You could be rich, and instead you're not. <laughs> I know. But I only would have saved my... But here's, they, they were stickers, though, and I would peel them off and stick them on my skateboard and stuff like that. So I didn't actually... The actual physical cards, yeah, I at the time, I didn't think you was saving that stuff. Well, you're going to wish you would uh, would have if when it comes to this next story. If you were invited to this wedding, most of us know the feeling of looking at a wedding registry and seeing if there's an option to sort by price. <laughs> like, we love our friends, but, mm-hmm. but why do we have to buy you a $900 vacuum? So be thankful you don't know this bride. A woman posted a gift list on Facebook, which was packed with luxury items, including, and, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting the post here, guys, Gucci or Louis Vuitton purses, new floor tiles for the entire house, a new car, any quote unquote high class paintings or decorations, $400 in cash or $400 or more gift cards to the following places. She wrote Fifth Saks Avenue instead of Saks Fifth Avenue, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, <laughs> Calvin Klein, Gucci, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and maybe even J.C. Penny. Also allowed any kitchen made appliance over three hundred fifty dollars. What's kitchen made? Is that the? The brand, isn't it's it? It's Kitchen Aid, isn't it? Oh, she got it wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm like, she yeah, that's that brand. <laughs> she said guests must pick off of this list or consult her first. And added, "quote There are no exceptions. I am expecting everyone to spend at least four hundred dollars." She said she'll accept slightly lower amounts, but you have to ask her first. I am busy that weekend of the wedding. I'm so sorry. I cannot make it. And for the rest of my life. <laughs> don't. Wow. That's just. Why? Why would you do that? You're, you know you're, you're going to get negative feedback on that. Yeah, right? you need a lot of heat for doing that. Uh, some of the other things on here are just unbelievable. Uh, sh- she's like, so, so you can see there are a lot of things on here. And I'm expecting everyone to spend at least $400 on the wedding gifts. Wow. Wow. I, I, I wish they would have shown the responses because that's where I think the fun would begin. <laughs> Did they say where the wedding is? Like how over the top is this wedding going to be? Uh, I'm looking here. And she had down a new car for her wedding as a gift? Yeah. She has a car. Uh, any Korean or Asian beauty products totaling $400 or more. This is just insane. I was... I, I had people that showed up without any gifts, and you know what? It was I was kind of annoyed, but now I'm like, I'd rather be on that end than <laughs> on this end, that's for sure. All right, coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour, 9.20, a chance to win $1,000. We have Mix 94.1's cash code is coming up next hour, and this is Britney Spears. By request, Justin, here's your song. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mercedes in the morning. It is just ahead of nine o'clock and I was trying to get record some audio. I have a hard time recording in here. Uh, Your favorite JC was just on the Today Show. It was the Killers and Bruce Springsteen, the collaboration that they are doing. Dustlin, yes. Yeah, they were just performing on the Today Show. Ah, I missed it. Oh, because it was coming out today. Yes, you you have the boss. And the killer together. We have a we have a little taste of it from earlier in the week because they released like a little teaser of this thing. They were together. Did you see them? What did they look like? Yeah, it was like it looks like it was pre-recorded, um, like at, in another studio. Like they weren't live at the Today Show, but it looked really cool. So I mean, I, I was trying to get something for you i saw this morning they just announced that um there's this big festival called the mad cool festival in madrid and the killers are are one of the headline actually it's funny because imagine dragons and the killers are headlining on the same night so it's them and then um but i didn't see bruce springsteen on that i'm like that would be so cool if he was gonna be there for that too but they're not steph just put the the hook of the song in Dustland. here we go Okay. To me, this sounds fantastic. This is amazing. What, what would be, what would be your dream collaboration? You could take, you could take a singer and a band, put them together. Two singers, put them together. Sky's the limit. What would be? Because right now, this is a dream collaboration for me. What would your dream collaboration be? Oh gosh, that's really tough. Best dream collaboration. Oh, I feel like it should have some meaning. Like I initially went for like. Just the easy answers, like oh, Spice Girls and someone, but no, that that wouldn't be my dream. I I don't I don't want to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm trying to give it meaning. Okay, seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. You can give it meaning. It could just be for fun. What would your dream collaboration be? Let us know. I think I would like to hear. <sighs> Gosh, Steph, what, who's your dream collaboration? I don't know. Why am I having a hard time with this one? I don't think that these two people have collabed before, but I think it would be awesome if Justin Timberlake and Usher collabed together. Two really popular R&B art- artists, two fabulous dancers just together doing, I don't know, just doing something really amazing. That would be good. I, I think that... I'm surprised they haven't already done that. That... Because it seems like that is something that would have been the done a while ago. Yeah, I, this one it can't happen because one of the people is dead. But I think I would really like to hear Miley Cyrus and Amy Winehouse 
together. Ooh, that'd be good. Wouldn't that be a good collaboration? I yeah, I wish that could happen. What about what about like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B together? Did oh. they do something together? Did they, have they done something together before stuff? Yeah, they were on Motorsport with Migos. Oh yes, okay, Motorsport. <laughs> what, what about your favorite? We have tickets to go see Alanis Morissette. She'll be here in October. We have your tickets this hour. What about Alanis and Olivia Rodrigo? Because oh. they remind me of each other. Yeah. They, they remind me of each other. Two different generations. That would be a, a great collaboration. Okay. What about Alanis and Gwen Stefani? Eh. I'm cool with that one passing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want that one? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not trying to think of artists and singers that you like, but if we, we're going like the, down the uh, deceased singers. Okay. What about, let's go with, hmm, let's go with Katy Perry. And give me a good female deceased singer. Uh, Janice Joplin. Um, kind of different, but I could see that working. I was going to say, how about the Beatles and BTS? Whoa. <laughs> the BTSels. <laughs> <laughs> that would break streaming records. That so that would, was the case. That would be insane. That would be the number one song in the country, I think. Lenny says he wants to hear uh, Prince and Michael Jackson collaboration. Yeah, that would have been absolutely huge. We, we learned last week they almost collabed on the song. What's the one? The, uh, Your butt is mine. What song is that? Bad? Um, bad. And, and Prince wouldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't want to sing that line. You could have just changed that line yeah, to something skip else. Over it. Come on. We missed out on a huge collaboration. Well, they're playing right now in heaven for us is what they're doing. <laughs> are they now? Yes, they are. And they're looking down at us. And Janice Joplin just walked over and said, they, they mentioned my name? Yes. I love I love your faith. <laughs> All right, coming up here yeah, this hour, there's tickets for you, yes, to go see Alanis Morissette probably in just about 30 minutes. We got a chance for you to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code, and that's coming up in like three minutes here. It is 9.17. There was a story that you did in the Daily Dirt this morning, and I can't stop laughing about it because it just, it sounds so, like, unbelievable, really. We're talking about Salma Hayek. She told us a story of how when Harry Styles came to her house. Now, first of all, having Harry Styles at your house, I don't care who you are. I would be so nervous, like, want to make sure the house is clean, everything's nice. And he was, like, infatuated with this pet owl that she had. And he wanted the owl to, like, stand on him. And the owl did, and then it threw up all over Harry Styles. How mortified would you be, not just being Harry Styles, having a an owl throw up on you, but being the host and having your pet do something <laughs> to your guest? A ball of rat hair on Harry Styles' already beautiful hair that he has. This thing comes down and lands. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Styles. Please feel free to use my shower if you need to, to wash that stuff off. Have you ever hosted someone at your house and then something bad happened to them? And you were just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what what did what happened to a house guest that you you did not mean for it to happen or it was a bad thing that happened? You thinking they're probably never gonna come back to your house ever again. What happened to your house guest? And did did you remain friends after that? 702-364-9400. My sister-in-law, Kelly, she's just, she's a sweetheart. She's adorable. But the first time she came over to our house and have a big dinner with the entire family, it was Christmas time. And my wife and I were home 
for Christmas at the same time. And this was back when Lily, our first Chihuahua, was alive. So we had our Chihuahua there. And Kelly wanted to kind of make a great first impression, meeting everyone there for this big dinner before Christmas. And she brought a little toy for Lily. Like, oh, we unwrap it. And, oh, cute. And here you go, Lily. She does, like, really nothing. The toy just lies there. And then we're having our conversation and stuff. Next thing you know, Lily comes back into the room and mounts this toy. And starts, like, humping the toy, like, going to town on this toy. It was the most awkward yet funniest thing ever because here's this present she brought, trying to be nice to my sister, my sister, my wife, and I. And, uh, you know, my, hanging out with my parents kind of for the first time and my brother. Holidays, and there's this toy, and our chihuahua is just going to town. How embarrassing for, well, for Lily. <laughs> I mean, come on! You can't, you, you can't ask for some privacy or anything. You can't get out of here, you guys. She's like, what? what did, oh no! And now there's this awkwardness all the way around. I bet you never brought Lily. Well, rest in peace, Lily. But I bet you never brought your dog another toy. That was the end of it. Yeah, but it was just. I'll never forget that first time as the house gets is my parents' house and everything else, and that's the interaction. That's the respect my dog gave her a present. I re- I remember. The, it was like the first time my aunt came over after one of my daughters was born. I'm not going to say which one because they're going to be mortified. But she came over to see her for the first time. And she was so excited. She's like, oh, this is baby, blah, blah, blah. And she's holding her. And then she, everything's fine. We're watching TV. And all of a sudden she goes. And I look at her. I go, does she need a diaper change? She goes, yeah, I think so. It's, she lifts her up. And it's just all explosive oh. all over her her shirt, her pants, her arms. She didn't even notice. It was just everywhere. I go, oh my gosh. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, um, I didn't know what to do. Like my instinct is to take my child and clean her first, but I also wanted to help. So I, I run into the bathroom holding the baby with all this stuff all over me and her now. And I grab two towels and I, I throw them at her. I go, here, use these. And, I throw her at her. <laughs> and then I take her into the bathtub. It was so gross. I'm like, I am so sorry. She's like, I only brought one pair of jeans. I was going to say, was she visiting that and change of clothes? She, or was she all of a sudden she's wearing Matt's, uh, Matt's clothes? She had, she had other tops, but she said she only brought one pair jeans so we had to go take her to the to the um to the store and get her another pair of jeans because oh. they were just like oh it was so disgusting uh, right. <laughs> she was walking around in her underwear for, <laughs> i gave her a pair of sweats but for, until i could find some she was walking around in her underwear it was so uh, funny I'm, I'm, I'm sure your daughters respect the fact you didn't tell us which one Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Britney Spears is trending this morning after years of silence. She is about to have her day in court and address a judge regarding her long-standing conservatorship for the first time. Now, the singer will appear virtually before Judge Brenda Penny on Wednesday, June 23rd. This is according to the Los Angeles County Superior Court. The public and members of the media will be able to attend the status hearing in person or online. She's expected to ask the court to remove Father Jamie Spears as co-conservator of her estate. The singer is reportedly not happy with how her father has been managing her financial and business affairs. No recording is going to be allowed during the hearing, so we're not going to get to hear it after the fact. But this hearing will mark the first time that she's publicly spoken out in court regarding her conservatorship. It's going to be interesting, too, even the fact that I know they can't record anything, but the media can go in and also the public can go into this hearing. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be chaos outside the courthouse. It is. It's going to be very... 
very chaotic. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure as the date approaches, we'll hear more and more. Also trending this morning is Manifest. So if you are a fan of the show Manifest, I have some really bad news. It is being canceled after three seasons and people are going crazy because ironically, it just debuted on Netflix and it's the number one show there this week. So they're saying, how how could you end this popular show? Well, they're doing it. There is talk that it may end up on another network season, uh, ne- next season. But we're, we were getting some texts about it earlier this morning. I guess the way they ended the, the season was just on a complete and total cliffhanger. So for them to just say, well, that's that and walk away, that's... That's really messed up. Maybe they'll see the you know the fans outcry and the fact that they're number one might change their minds and bring it back. Or just another channel would be crazy not to pick it up. You know, another network like okay, we'll take it. Let's well, do it over here. Yeah, sure. Was that uh, oh there was a show that was that happened to a network dropped another one picked it up and it was a huge hit for them. Oh uh, oh, I, I was gonna say American Idol until you said it was a huge hit for them. <laughs> so it hey, wasn't that one. <laughs> you're done with Idol Fox. We're ABC. We'll take it. Oh, we'll pay our judges like a billion dollars. Oh, we're not getting the ratings still. That's who weird. won American Idol? The winner was crowned two weeks ago. Who was it, Mercedes? Uh, Bob Johansson. Yes! That was actually one of my dad's former co-workers, Bob Johansson. He he auditioned for Idol and he won. (laughs) Finally, this morning, Coca-Cola is trending. They have decided to give everyone in America a free Coke this week in an effort to show support to local restaurants that have been affected by the pandemic. The promotion is called A Coke on Us, and it's as easy as ordering a beverage at a local restaurant, and the company will pick up the tab. All you got to do is go to U.S dot coca slash or coca dash cola dot com slash summer if you want that address it's on our website mix 941.fm you enter your info and then you're going to get an email about redeeming the offer and it's good from thursday through monday they will then give you a two dollar and fifty cent mastercard mobile wallet credit so hey nice little way for them to give back and help out local businesses and that is what's trending Imagine Dragons, Mix 94.1. Good morning, Mix. Who is this? Stacy. Stacy, your caller 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this is so awesome. Stacy, congratulations. You just got your tickets to go see Atlantis Morissette, T-Mobile Arena, Saturday, October 2nd. Special guest garbage and Liz Fair. Way to go. Oh my gosh, you guys, I love Atlantis and my boyfriend loves garbage. This is perfect and it's been a long time since I've won with you guys with all this going on. So yay! Oh, well welcome back to the winner's circle, Stacy. We're so happy to have you back and I, I'll see you at the concert. I'm going too. It's going to be a great time. We'll actually have these tickets all week long for the rest of the week and Heather has another pair. So stick around. She'll give those away in the 12 o'clock hour and then Sean will have a pair to give away this afternoon in the five o'clock hour we're all going to Atlantis <laughs> Justin Bieber it's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning and that is it for us on a Wednesday we will be back tomorrow with more chances for you to win tickets to see Atlantis we just gave away a pair Heather has another chance for you coming up in the 12 o'clock hour more cash code keywords your chance at a thousand bucks And it'll be Thursday, so 8 o'clock hour. We're playing That Was Awkward. Oh, I can't wait.
can't wait for that. <laughs> it's always so much fun. That's going to be fun. Five minutes of awkwardness. That is going to be fun. All right. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. And good luck to our Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight is game two of the Stanley Cup semifinals. Six o'clock, T-Mobile Arena. And remember that our guys, well, they're just like us. When did you run into a player here in town? Uh, about two weeks ago at Smith. It was Mark andre Fleury. He was doing shopping after the game. After the game. See, <laughs> so we call his wife, talking about the game. And, oh, but can you stop at the store on the way home? Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I just saved 27 <laughs> shots. But sure, yeah. Hey, you know what? You're right. They are just like us. Just like us. All right, that'll do it for show number 1432 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.